0: Hey, I'm Chris,
1: and I'm Dakota.
0: You've spent your week with your head in the clouds, and now it's time for us to bring you <gasps>
1: down, down to earth.
0: To... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always try to do some harmony or synchronicity. You
0: got yeah, it. yeah, no, it was nice. I went low that time, and you went high. Normally, you go low, so I was uh, I was gonna do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh man, so. Man, we got a we got a really special podcast here. I think it's. I think this is going to be Potpourri number three.
0: Potpourri number three. Yeah, that's right. So, thanks for joining us again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name's Chris, and I'm joined with my co-host and esteemed colleague, friend, and royal vizier, Dakota. How you doing, Dakota?
1: Yeah, doing good, man, and yourself.
0: That can't complain. Just enjoying the day.
1: Good, I think that's all we can ever ask for at the end of the day. Just enjoy it,
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> um so uh for today, we're just doing a little of this and a little of that the really, the elephant in the room I gotta get out of the way. I know we've talked about it before, but have- have you been keeping up on these uh folding phones Dakota uh
1: well, I know that the uh the razor motorola razor something I forget I don't know the whole name, but I think that thing came out.
0: Yep, the new Moto Razr came out, and then the new Samsung Galaxy Z Flip. So rather than opening like a book and giving you a big screen, they fold like well, like the Razr. It's like the traditional Razr back from uh, the mid two thousands, and it's uh, they're like flip phones. So hmm. I I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say uh, I I don't get it. <laughs> because i don't really know what you're getting like i get it the phone like it has the size of it but now instead of having a long thin rectangle in your pocket you have this big chonky boy that's just small in your pocket
1: oh yeah he's a chunky boy and and i think um i did see the the moto razor and it's interesting but it doesn't give you any extra utility for what you're sacrificing in stability essentially like it's it's kind of like a novelty
0: i think well it really is i mean this whole folding business at least in its incarnation right now reminds me of, of 3d tv like you couldn't not walk into a department store like an electronic store and not see a 3d tv you know with the glasses and you know you had to get all the proprietary stuff and there were 3d blu-rays and now i don't think you could find that if you wanted to it's just all 4k or you know in some cases 8k and and i mean i'm all for trying to push phones forward but just as far as these products being out to market like, I get it. It seems like the Z Flip and everything I've read up on it is the most complete product that's been out yet, as far as <clears throat> it has, you know, time-notch specs. But the one thing that I can't get over is, like, okay, you can fold your phone in half, and you have a giant crease in the center, and you can right. see it. And right. in any review I read about it, they're like, oh, you just get used to it. It's, like, so... I don't want to pay fifteen hundred dollars for a phone with a giant crease in it, and it's so fragile
1: right well like and I think the one review that I saw of the at least the Motorola razor was that when you go to close the hinge, mm-hmm. there's like a momentary like part in that folding of the crease that the screen is separated from the rest of the housing, so you can't tell me that pocket fuzz or water or anything else isn't going to get in there it's a trap yeah well it really is
0: i mean these phones i think are ideal if you live in a clean room and (laughs) you never put your phone in your pocket and you just set it on the table when you're done yeah so i i don't know i just i don't think we're there yet And, and i still though as far as any utility out of them the The closest one I agree with is the original Galaxy Fold, which, you know, has the, what is it, like, hamburger or hot dog style? Which one would it?
1: I mm, I guess it'd be hot dog. It, it would I mean. be hot
0: dog style. Yeah. Dog. Throwing it back to, like, second grade.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I just remember being in second grade. Like I am transported back right now, and the teacher would be like, oh, fold it hot dog style. Was like, Can you just tell me, like, a different way? <laughs> to fold it because i really don't know what that means
1: well now we're gonna fold it hamburger style chris so maybe that's the that's the new fold you know hot dog wasn't good enough now we're now we're doing hamburger and being chunky
0: yeah yeah well it it does It, it it makes chunky boys for phones and i i don't see the utility of it but you look at like the first gen fold which still like I don't think we're there yet. It's $2,000 and you got a giant crease, but like at least there's a utility of you have a small regular phone on the front to take care of business at a glance. But when you want to watch a movie or browse the web effectively, you open up and you get yourself an iPad mini, you know?
1: I, and yeah, so I, I think that was the way to go. I mean, at least if you're going to have something that's folding, that's probably the way to do it. Cause the way that, you know the razor and the and the the G. It's called the G flip or the Z flip. Z flip. The Z flip. It, it's just making a taller phone. And I remember, do you, okay. This is gonna, also going to be thrown back. Do you remember when the iPhone five came out and everybody made those memes? Were like, hey, this is where Apple's going, and the phones just kept getting like taller and taller and people would Photoshop, like, 30 phones together, and they're like, here's the new iPhone 10, and it's, you know, like a skyscraper of just tallness and doesn't get any wider. Right, right, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that's how these little things are going to be. Like, they're, they're kind of neat. It's kind of a niche thing, but, like, you're losing some of the utility out of it when you keep getting taller because you can't really use it for one hand. I mean, look at any phone right now. They're kind of at this point where they're huge and just a regular phone i have to use two hands to use my iphone 10 or i got to use this swipe down feature to get to the top of the screen like shoot you make that boy you know you know add an inch to the to the top range of that man i can't i can't use it with one hand and that's kind of the point
0: right well you know and even the thing that i've noticed is i almost try to use my iphone i have the 11 pro and i even at that size like You can mostly one-hand it, but I find myself, like, if I'm using it for a prolonged amount of time, like, Mm -hmm. checking social media or something, that my hand starts to hurt. So, like, now I – to quote SpongeBob here – I firmly grasp it with one hand, and then I use my other hand to navigate, and that seems to help, rather than just trying to hold it with one hand, and I'm like, what – I don't know. It's just – these devices are – you know increasingly important i know i find myself even you know <clears throat> having an ipad which is my favorite way to browse the web i mean you, just ha- you have your phone on you all the time i feel like it's just that's the way i literally do 85% of what i need to get done on a daily basis
1: mhm yeah i would i mean I would, I would say you mean you use your phone for 85%
0: yeah, you know, I, I guess just for, like, communication, if I get an email, that's the way yeah. I'm most likely going to reply, <clears throat> um, but, like, I guess anything substantive, like, you know, word processing, or kind of like what we talked about last, uh, last episode with productivity, it's, mm-hmm. I, I just go straight to my Mac, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, this is definitely taking full advantage of down to nerd potpourri and Segwayne into something <laughs> completely different from foldable phones, but um you know, I don't know. I um we have an iPad Pro with the smart keyboard and the Apple Pencil, and I, I have an Office 365 subscription, and I tried to do um lesson planning and, you know, make a few documents on it, and I just found myself I'm like, this is taking forever. If I just had mm-hmm. the mouse, I'd be done already, you know, instead of right. trying to line up the pencil exactly and switch orientations between, you know, the keyboard being front face and stuff. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's the right idea, but it's just like, I don't know, without totally rethinking those apps, I just don't see how they're ever going to have merit, you know, on anything but on a traditional computer. It's just kind of like what they were designed for. They've been that way since their inception in the 80s with, you know, GUIs.
1: Right. So I guess that brings us full circle is what is the purpose of having these flip phones to get extra real estate? When we don't have the apps, or it, maybe the reason why people are trying to be more productive on them, and it's not in like a in a beneficial way, you know, because I, I, I'm the same way. Like if I got an email to reply to, I'll will read it, I'll see it on my phone, I'll flag it, then I'll come back to my Mac at home. You know, it's so I'm not working on my phone. If there's any video editing or photo editing, you know, maybe I decide what photos or videos I'm gonna look at, but then I, I still go back to my main computer. Even if, if I had a folding phone, that's not gonna change anything, <laughs> I guess. You know, even if it folded, you know, hot dog style and I got this huge nice real estate, it's the purpose of folding that open would just be to watch videos. I don't see any other purpose besides that I'm not gonna do any sort of productivity on it. I'm maybe gonna email, but I would still just walk over to my my big computer and do the whole thing right there.
0: Right now. I will say on the go where I could see the merit. I don't know. To me, all roads always lead back to, to Apple. And,
1: up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: And you're dealing with uh, a folding phone. It, so first things first, it, I don't know. I I think hamburger style is gimmicky. It's cool that we could do it, but I don't see the merit in it. Now, hot dog style, I, I think there's some merit to. I think. In what world? Yeah, you've got a little bit of a thicker iPhone, but you have a full iPhone display, not this weird compromising half size thing. And then you open it up. And I mean, since they're both variants of iOS, you open it up and now you're running iPad OS on the Mm -hmm. inside. You know what I mean? And now you're going to have a bit more of that power to get work done. You know, obviously Apple controls the silicon. Her, you know the processes and stuff inside, so they can make it nice and seamless. And it's kind of like on phone, on device continuity.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's going to be the difference or the differentiator in all these new folding things. Is how can we make it? How can it be better than what's currently available? Like it's trying to do two things. It's trying to be a really good phone, and also trying to be a mini tablet it, it needs to do those both very well to succeed.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I don't, Hey, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like this from Apple, unless the screen tech dramatically improves, Be, you know, cause I, the other thing I wanted to add on these Foley devices is a failure rate is so high with these yeah. hinges and all these fragile components and plastic screens or ultra thin glass screens, whatever the heck they're calling them. Um, but you know, I I'd, I'd still think it'd be a few years out. You know, if Apple even was to adopt it.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what kind of future that leads. Um, but man, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. We we digress, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well,
0: well. No, speaking of Apple now, uh, it seems like there might be some delays uh, from uh, the coronavirus outbreak in China. So manufacturing's all goofed up, but there's some pretty heavy rumors that we will see, at least it might be late in March, but seeing a March event from Apple. Hmm. Um, well,
1: big... They typically had March events, they had one last year, yeah. they typically, like the education events, they've been kind of pushing to have the March start date, or the March date, so...
0: Right, with that time frame. So it'll make you wonder, though, because it's kind of weird. They broke the education update cycle with the iPad, uh, Mm -hmm. and they updated the iPad in the fall this year instead with the new 10.2-inch iPad, which is a really, really good iPad (laughs) from what I can understand, you know, at that $329 price point. And Mm -hmm. holy, it's discounted all the time. I just got an email from Best Buy, which... Honestly, I should never open up those emails. They're dangerous. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, two hundred and fifty bucks—you can get a ten-point-two-inch iPad, thirty-two gigs of storage for two hundred and fifty bucks.
1: Dude, that's that's a steal. I mean, I, I mean, I, we still don't know how they can sell it for that cheap. So, if it ever goes on sale for that cheap, just buy it. Yeah, it's like at, it's like at cost, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I mean, I don't even know what how there's any profit margin on that? I mean, unless Best Buy genuinely buys, I don't know. I don't even know what it would take. Like they just buy 10 million units and then store them all in a warehouse and then hope they sell through all of them. Cause they got the, the discount price down that low, but it has to be at least at their cost.
1: Yeah. It's got, I, yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous. So if you ever see that deal, just jump on it. You might as well.
0: Yeah. If you're on the fence of an iPad, I I don't know how it gets any better than that. <laughs>
1: So I mean yeah.
0: literally like $199 for a brand new iPad. I think it's a Craigslist ad gone wrong. Like
1: <laughs>
0: don't don't do it.
1: Yeah, don't do that one, but yeah, go go to the Best Buy and get the for the 250. Yeah, you can't beat that.
0: For sure. But but one of the things that uh is rumored to be announced at the March Apple event that I'm intrigued by just because new products from apple always get me intrigued but also just because i'd like to see something improved in this space uh is there's rumor of apple tags so um like if you know what the tile is dakota
1: dude i bought i have tiles oh yeah i i knew oh, come that. on man come on man i've i've five of them right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I know what they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, Dakota knows what they are, so that's good. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Apple is thinking of entering this space. So um, if you have a shiny new uh, iPhone 11 or iPhone 11 Pro or Pro Max, uh, first off, awesome. But second of all, uh, there is something special Uh, about your phone that a lot of people I don't even think know that is living inside of those phones, which is called, uh, it's a new chip from Apple called the U1 chip. Uh, That chip is an ultra wideband chip. So it's, um, you know, emitting a super far distance frequency. And so a lot of people think that is being set up for Apple tags to be released, mm-hmm. which would be a take on the Tile. But rather than relying on your Bluetooth connection, or I, I know Tile has some kind of system of other Tiles where it can try to help find it. Uh, it yep. would rather be any U1-enabled device, um, which, in theory, there's a whole lot more iPhones out there. You're most, more than likely going to be next to somebody who has an iPhone rather than somebody who has a tile. So, an Apple tag would have the benefit of being able to be extended throughout an entire network of uh, iPhones. You know, of course, using Apple's security, uh, top-notch of all your information would be anonymous, but let's say you know, you have a bit of luggage with an Apple tag on it, uh, you know, of this rumored new product and you leave it rather than just trying to use a bluetooth connection or some kind of peer-to-peer connection it could use an entire network of u1 devices to find out exactly where in the airport it's at
1: yeah so um, in it, i will say the tile has been nice uh just keeping track on things and it's been kind of fun like seeing where i've been or where they go because i've got them on things that i don't leave on my person and they they go and they do things and they come back and i can kind of see the travel history on things so it is pretty neat um and be able to have access to a community of uh you know iphones with this little latency band rather than bluetooth which is what the tile uses um which i think they go up to 400 feet which is actually quite a bit for bluetooth which is i, mean, I don't know how they could do it but it s- seems to be pretty accurate for 400 feet i've kind of tested it a couple times. Um, But I just throw them in my cars and, you know, gives me a little bit of peace of mind just having that extra thing in there just in case something happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I know the one place I've always wanted it, you know, is, yeah, there's Find My Mac, but there's no real good, substantive way. Like, you know what I mean? If your Mac actually turned up missing, I don't know, half the time I open the Find My app and my laptop's closed, like, it'll just Mm -hmm. say location not available. It would be great to have an Apple tag in my laptop bag.
1: right but now you know the question is is how are they going to sell them do they just include an Apple tag with every new Apple product purchase or do which is no yeah (laughs) sounds like (laughs) the opposite of Apple Um, yeah (laughs) but but they've got to keep a way to make that profitable in revenue so maybe you buy a four pack for 50 bucks or something and then you know maybe there's like a you know Apple find and that's like a dollar a month. I don't know something. They're going to find a way to add a subscription to it. Um,
0: I I don't think it would really be that way. No. Just because in iOS 13, the find my app got a pretty major overhaul. So I think it would be a product, you know what I mean? To, you know, where you wouldn't need a subscription based because at that point, you know, you literally already have the U one chips deployed and each super. iPhone, it's just a matter of Apple turning that feature on in a future software update, and then you just buy the tags and they work. I think the tags will just not be priced competitively with tile, because mm. I, think, I think tiles are, for what they are and what they do, they are appropriately priced. I mean, you can get a, God, I think you can get a four-pack. Regular price is 80 bucks, but that's, they oftentimes go on sale, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, they have all sorts of different shapes and sizes. I think I saw an advertisement recently for tile stickers. Have you seen those?
1: Yeah, I think they're 30 bucks a pop and um but then you just stick them on something and then but it's kind of weird. They're like disposable. So you like slap them on whatever device you want to track and it really just the battery's designed to last for a year and after a year you like throw it away. It's kind of <laughs> weird that that's how things are going to um but there is something now that i'm a tile user uh, mm. there's something called a retile store so what you do is if you have a bunch of tiles instead of throwing them away or like buying a new one you can actually ship back your old ones and then they'll give you a very hefty discount on purchasing new ones so
0: oh nice
1: yeah so you go to buy that that tile sticker again and instead of being 30 bucks a pop, I think it's like 13 Like, it's significantly heavily discounted. Wow, wow,
0: that's crazy.
1: Yeah. So same thing with the other ones. Instead of getting a new one or, um, you know, if the, if the if the versions change, like I've got Tile Pros, and those give me the the bigger range rather than the Tile Mate, which does not have the biggest range, right. I could probably trade that made in later and get, like, the equivalent for much cheaper. But That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The ones that I got, I specifically got them because they have removable batteries. So I can pop them out and I just throw a little new watch battery in there, which is kind of nice.
0: Oh, gosh, that is nice. I, I like that better. Now,
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> here's the question because I am – Not a tile user. I bought one tile years ago and I had it on my car keys until the battery died. And honestly, I felt stupid because it's like I know where my car keys are at all the time because I put them in the same spot when I come home and (laughs) I always perform the ritual of phone wallet keys before I go anywhere or do anything.
1: The triple tap.
0: The triple tap. So, I mean, I'm (laughs) safe. My keys are safe. They don't really need any kind of location device, but there are other things that I could think of that it sure would be nice to have it on. But since, since you are a tile user, what would an Apple tag need to have for you to switch?
1: Oh, for me? Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's gotta be a decent price. Um, I would also want to see like a live like location history of where things are. Like it's nice knowing where it is if it's stopped, but I'd like to have like a live map, which is what Tile has, and it, that is really nice. I can go and look and see like where things were at certain times and and check it out. Um, I, I mean, and it's got to be, and it's got to not eat up my iCloud data because <laughs> so, I I'm still in that free five gigabyte plan. Uh, so, really?
0: You're still rocking only dude, 5 I gigs?
1: I don't even know how at this point. It's getting really tight. I, I get a notification every week saying that my you're going to stop receiving emails soon. But, I don't know. Man, it, you, you are
0: brave. Well, I've got the... I mean, it's a family plan between uh, me and Megan, but I have a 200 gigabyte plan is what I pay for.
1: Yeah, but, I don't know. We... I mean, we don't we don't use iCloud for photo storage. Honestly, we've been using Google Photos, and it's been working really nice. Kylie and I share albums, and it's been pretty good. Um, you know, they can have all of our photos to, to analyze and sell my data, I guess. Because that's what I <laughs> <Right>. agree to. <laughs> uh, but well, if there's know.
0: one thing they know that your dogs are cute. They've That's analyzed right. it plenty of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've,
1: <laughs> in, in, and, okay, this is kind of cool. Um, it's I created an album called Doggos, and every time I take a new picture of the dogs, it actually automatically adds those pictures into that album using the algorithm. So...
0: Wait, so you're saying from your iPhone, you take the picture, you yep. launch the Google Photos app, and it performs an upload, and at that point... It takes the photos from your camera roll, analyzes them, and then sorts them. Yep. God, I am I am far <laughs> off the Google train, bud. I did not know you could do that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And then and then you well, it doesn't. I mean, it actually does it. It's even more easier than that, or more easy easier than that. I, I just take a photo, and then it must update like every couple of hours. It sees if you're on Wi-Fi, like it tours location history or something, so it can. I don't know it gives itself permissions to open and upload photos, which again, if you're concerned about privacy, don't have Google photos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I'll get a notification if I took a bunch of pictures of them, that'll say, "Oh, like five photos uploaded and sorted into uh, the the doggos folder automatically.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's cool,
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's pretty neat, and honestly the going back into the archive, if I wanted to search for something, the search is really good man it's it's real good,
0: man, cool. Well, I might have to check that out sometime i don't i just i have everything in icloud photos it's just where it's all been, so mm-hmm. I don't know it's just just what i've done um but but to circle this back just to wrap up um. The Apple tag thing. I'm going to say one thing and I'm going to see if I'm anywhere near where you might be. What if one Apple tag was $59? It gave you all the things you wanted, but the additional thing was it wirelessly charged through Qi charging. Mm. And then you never had to worry about like replacing it. It's a device that you could have for X amount of years and you never have to have the hassle of replacing it.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that would sell me because I don't have any key chargers. I don't know where I would, or maybe I have one, but I have a wireless pad for my iPhone, but I, the the purpose of me having the trackers, I put them in my cars. Like Uh, they're not, they're not wirelessly charging in the cars. So I, it's nice having the year battery life on them. And then if I, you know when they stop reporting i just go and i replace the battery it's not a no it's not a lot of extra effort to go do that
0: oh so i have a question so you use your cars on turo which if the listeners don't know what that is it's basically airbnb for cars you mm-hmm. can check out a car and drive it around for the day and dakota does that with two of his vehicles and uh so do you get kind of like a using your tiles in the car and on the occasional time where perhaps it can link up with other tiles that are connected to a network can they give you a location history so you can see where your cars have been
1: oh yeah yeah that's that's kind of why i like the location history of in the live of like where it's been rather than where it currently is because i'll get a little map of where people are driving around so it's kind of cool you know kind of keeping track so if something doesn't come back i can call up whoever i need to and go hey here's the last known location at least there's a there's a radius that we can start from
0: yeah
1: so that's Oh my gosh that's cool yeah so it's kind of giving me a little peace of mind so if the apple tag could replace that i don't know it's gotta it's gotta have a lot of features that you know beyond what i'm already getting with the with the tile experience For
0: sure. Yeah, so I don't know. To me, that's the thing I'm the, the most intrigued to see. And the other things I've heard are like a new low-cost iPhone modeled after the iPhone 8, um, iPad Pro updated specs, uh, backlit smart keyboard accessory. So you, you know what I mean? Things I think that we can expect. But I feel like Apple tags, it, it just usually seems like when Apple enters a market, for something that's been established they mm-hmm. they've got some kind of ace up their sleeve you know what i mean at least historically so right. i'm interested to see what that may be or if uh dakota will be completely at peace to keep his tiles which and uh, they sound really cool i didn't realize they had come along so far since i i had the first gen
1: They've... yeah I don't know I yeah I've got the tile pros and and honestly I have that tile like premium thing for a year just to try it out to see if I'm see if it's worth it and and again the the premium gives you all that tile tracking and the like, location history and and all that other extra good stuff so you know it, it, for me like having expensive things being just out in the world you know it, it's nice to have a little bit of a tracking on them
0: definitely Well, cool. Well, you got anything else to add on that? I think that was a nice end to that because I got one other thing I want to talk about with our time.
1: Yeah, let's let's. uh, This is potpourri, man. Let's let's do it.
0: All right. So I I did something I did not foresee myself doing. Hmm. I I, and I know you've done this and I remember the last time we talked about it. I kind of put my tail feathers up in the air or whatever, you know, and was like, huh. Why I do that, but I just unsubscribed from Amazon Prime.
1: Unsubscribed.
0: Unsubscribed.
1: Unsubscribed.
0: No longer a member. You done. Done.
1: Huh. Huh. I just hmm. let me process that for a minute. And tell tell yeah. me why.
0: So I I got to a point. Where because I was at some point and I don't know when but apparently maybe I got like an offer to switch to month I I don't know but I was on the monthly subscription oh, okay. and and it was funny Megan was like what what do you pay for Amazon each month because we were talking about how we hadn't ordered anything and actually for Christmas this year uh we didn't order anything off of Amazon we bought everything from a brick and mortar store no idea why it's just the way it happened and and i looked and i was like we don't watch amazon video Mm -hmm. um we don't use amazon music Mm -hmm. and so i I looked i was like oh my god i'm paying 12.99 a month for this i don't even use it right you know and so i looked at it and i mean maybe we used it once or twice for for a quick fix item I think she had to order some whiteboards for school you know mm-hmm. like little whiteboards you draw on but like that was our last order in a few months and everything else was just our family using it
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean so it's like well why do we pay for that it, it, would we don't have a merit for it and so I, I pulled the plug on it just a few days ago, and uh, I don't know what it's going to be like, you know, being being on yeah. the other side of that. Everyone has Prime, but I just – you know, the Amazon Prime fans, anytime we ordered something, their delivery service is horrible. They mm-hmm. They just throw our package up at the leasing office with a bunch of other items. Like, literally, you'll see, like – you'll see a picture of it and it's with everybody else's junk. And then you go up there and and there's people who literally did like Whole Foods. You know, we live in Ann Arbor. You can do the Whole Foods two hour delivery or whatever. Like there's people's food and stuff, Dakota. Just up at the leasing office. Leasing (laughs) office is closed. All the lights are off and it's just all on the front porch. Nice, You know, or the front entrance. And it's like, okay, every once in a while, we got someone who would ring the doorbell. You know what I mean? And at least attempt but then the biggest one that drove me the craziest is they have the uh, GPS on the Amazon trucks that shows you, like, how many more stops they have oh, to make. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> Three stops away. Three stops, stops away. Yes. stops
0: away. Yeah. And, it, and it just wouldn't <laughs> show up. Like, I yeah. would sit there, and I would literally see the GPS, like, they're inside my leasing office right now. No delivery attempt was made. And then yeah. they just left. And it, <laughs> they just said, sorry, we missed you. We'll try again another day. No one tried to deliver anything to me. Yeah. So I I just don't get it. I think they've just gotten too big. They're too disconnected. And I I don't. Maybe if I had a house, I'd feel different. But I I just cannot get behind it anymore. I don't see why I should pay for it.
1: Yeah, man. I remember. Okay, this is. I think we actually stopped subscribing after this happened. But I pre-ordered Smash Brothers on Amazon. You know, last year. Or Mm. honestly, I forgot when it came out. But I ordered Smash Ultimate. And it was scheduled to come on Friday, you know, scheduled to be there. I didn't work. I I think I had the day off because I was like doing other things or whatever. I don't I don't even remember. But I'm like, I'm here. I'm going to be here for this because that was my plan. Mm -hmm. And dude it never came i watched the gps it went into my complex like went around and then it just said no delivery attempt just like you and then it went back all the way back down back to the distribution facility i'm like no there was no attempt made i'm here like i pre-ordered it to be delivered on friday and it didn't happen god
0: yeah Yeah. i feel you know well that makes me sad because it's just like it makes me sad that GameStop is all but not going to make it to the year 2021 it seems like at this point. Yeah,
1: they're they're yeah. liquidating. So if you got a GameStop near you, go check out and see if they got any deals.
0: Yeah, I'd, mine is still wide open, so I, I oh. did go check it out, but <laughs> soon,
1: I'm sure. Soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I saw somebody on Twitter get this. So um on one side of town, they had a GameStop that was going out of business, and uh, they had Xbox Ones on, like, wholesale clearance. It was—I'm it, making up the numbers here, but it was, like, uh, oh. let, let's say $149, and he, yeah. he bought them all, took them to the GameStop that wasn't going out of business, <laughs> and they were given—they like they had, like, some kind of bonus trade-in deal going on, yeah. and so— He ended up making something like $700 because he bought out all the inventory of the one going out of business and then (laughs) traded them back to the same company just at the store that wasn't going out of business.
1: Yeah, man. I think I saw that, too. That is great. Yeah. Love it.
0: Gosh. Business. Business. (laughs) Business. Oh, Lord.
1: Well, that's probably why they're going out of business because they can't control their costs. Yeah. I don't know. Or people got tired of. You know, you bring in fifty games, and they go, "Oh, we'll give you two dollars and fifty cents for all these." You know, people right. just got sick of it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you can only do it for so much, and then the pre-owned games. I mean, if you get a new title, you know, I, I don't know what's I don't even know what's new right now, <laughs> but you know, you know. sixty you know, bucks, yeah, you buy a sixty dollars game, you trade it in, they give you maybe twenty or thirty, and then it's yeah. right back on the shelf at fifty-five. I mean, there's just right. very, I mean. I personally would rather spend $5 and get the game brand new untouched. I know it's going to work because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if Redbox is any indication. Have you ever – do you Redbox at all?
1: Uh, We haven't in a while, but we used to actually quite a bit, um, believe it or not. But, oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't. We actually haven't in a while. Now that we have Disney Plus, right? Um, honestly, that was probably half of any – Redbox interaction we had was with a, a Disney movie.
0: That that makes sense. Now I use Redbox when I want to get a movie. I don't want to pay $6 to rent it on iTunes, but like it's been in the Redbox for a minute and I still kind of want to see it and I just get mm. it at the checkout when I'm at Kroger. Uh, but yeah. there is no worse feeling than getting in your Redbox movie, you put it into your your Blu-ray player whatever and then it doesn't work.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. Now I've never had the wrong movie. But I've had movies not work. Like, they're just scratched to Kingdom Come, and I was like, oh, my God, why?
1: Man, that is, oh, that's not fun.
0: Yeah, no, it was a bad time. So, I don't know. That's why I never like to buy used games. I'm always afraid I'm going to open it up, and it's going to be scratched into oblivion. I don't
1: know. I guess that's why you could take it back and go, hey, this one didn't work. Then they test it and go, oh, yeah, it didn't. So, yeah. 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 But
0: well what else you got, Dakota? Anything? We we got a few minutes left here. Dakota can't see yeah. the timer. But I we cannot.
1: We, we got uh, a, a
0: couple minutes here. If you got one more thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just purchased and finished Guacamele on the Switch last week, so that was a good time. Would highly recommend getting that.
0: What kind of style of game is that? Is it fighting I'm guessing?
1: Uh no, it's kinda of like a like a Metro Metroidvania mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it's more, um, more Castlevania than Metroid. Like you're not really shooting anything; you're kind of punching and jumping. So it's it's really great. I would definitely want to check out a trailer and see if you want it. I think it was like the Super Championship Ultimate Turbo Edition. or I don't know, a bunch of crazy names. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, but it was half off, and I bought it digitally. Are you proud of me?
0: I am very proud.
1: <laughs> so I don't buy games often especially digitally but when i do i feel like i have to make a solid choice on it
0: yeah but boy i feel like i got burnt on that now not so much for pokemon but uh luigi's mansion 3 i just beat it this weekend but i'm like (laughs) i'm never gonna play this game again i might like but i can't trade it in because i got it digitally. Uh,
1: yeah man
0: and i was like ah should have got it physically so
1: yeah GameStop, we need you bud yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe um I don't know. Maybe it's it kind of boils down to a choice of if you think you're going to play the game again, whether if you think you're not. So, you know, I, I think I, I bought that Guacamele and I played through it single player, no problem, but it's got an opportunity to play a four player all the way through. So I want to get Kylie on it so we can run through it. Um, so, but there is a possibility to play that again. So I didn't feel bad about buying the digital one also the cost of entry was pretty low too I think it was eight bucks oh, for the nice. whole thing so it's like yeah I wasn't out $60 and then I right. could not get any of that bag it was like eight bucks and I, I had a really great time with it
0: nice well you heard it from Dakota game recommendation of the uh, of the podcast guacamole yep.
1: Guac- check it out.
0: Um, let's see last thing I gotta add I think before we sign off that I think it's worth mentioning I saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie on Friday
1: yeah Uh it's, okay, don't spoil it. I want it. I, I, I think I also want to see it. Do I, Should I want to see it?
0: So the best <laughs> way I can put it is, is I was expecting more of a Detective Pikachu route, which is mm-hmm. it appeals to adults and children. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely an appeal. I, I enjoyed it. I will say I enjoyed it but it is definitely more of a little kid's movie than it is a fan service. There's oh. a few things in there. There's a few things in there. But overall, I I kind of walked away. I I guess it's just weird because I had very low expectations, and I guess maybe it just, like, it met, like, slightly above my expectations. Mm. You know, I don't know. I'd still recommend watching it. Uh, there's there's some really good moments to it, but overall I'd, i I would have liked to have seen it gravitate a little bit more like Detective Pikachu did meeting mm-hmm. you know both an adult audience and a younger audience.
1: Gotcha, man. Well, that's disappointing, but I guess' I'm, I guess on the other hand, I'm glad it wasn't a total you know waste of time.
0: Yeah, no, no, it, it's, I guess. believe it or not, it's the best-selling video game movie of all time. It had the best opening weekend.
1: Yeah, I think I saw that. I think they've already made, like, $100 million or something, which is a good amount for just the opening weekend. So, it's, it definitely, I think it paid off uh, retooling and reanimating that yeah. man-child that was originally Sonic.
0: Yeah, I just hope all those people get their jobs back. So the I think it was a Vancouver studio made that movie and they had to reanimate it, uh, which I think was $5 million extra cost to the movie's budget. But mm-hmm. effectively, guess what, guess what movie they animated before they had to reanimate the Sonic movie? They did the CGI uh, for. Oh, I don't know. Cats.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh.
0: So they went out of business.
1: Yeah, they should have.
0: Yeah, that was a, a kind of a a dual dual attack there, but
1: yeah, no, okay. Well, that, I guess that makes more sense why that was originally so wrong to begin with. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Right. If anybody's curious, look up the original Sonic design. It's this horrifying man child thing that will haunt your nightmares.
0: It it is. I'd recommend not looking at it if possible, but it
1: is what. it no, is. No, look at it. Look at it. <laughs>
0: All right, cool. You got anything else, Dakota?
1: Nah, I think I think that was it. I think that was a successful potpourri.
0: All right, very good. A, a good potpourri indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're signing off here. But uh, as always, uh, you know where to find us. Basically, any social media you can find Down to Nerd. So find us there and uh, send us an email. What is it? Contact at downtonerd.com
1: yeah or you can do dakota at down or chris at down we we have expanded our email uh uh offerings or contact areas
0: very nice all right well ladies and gentlemen thanks for listening to this week's episode of down
1: Down to to Nerd. nerd with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere